is Colin. His name is Jude. This is the Evil G Podcast. Yo. You got lost there for a second. You got lost for a second? I you get lost in your own thoughts. <laughs> oh, you know what I was just thinking during that opening? Sorry to talk over you, even though I'm not supposed to be doing that because I'm sitting beside you here, but do you think after all these years it, it might be time for a new Evil G theme song? What do you think? Well, have you got ideas? No, I do not. But you're the, you're the music writer. I was just thinking, <laughs> is is it that time, or are we just we're we're one of these uh, podcasts? We're just sticking with a theme song for life. I don't know. I, I, it's it's a classic at this. Stage. It's it's instantly recognizable. <laughs> oh, you'll I, get people putting on the podcast, and the thing will start, and they're like, "Oh, this is the wrong thing," and they'll turn off. Oh fuck! That actually might happen if something else plays. <laughs> We'd be in trouble, and we just lose all our viewers. Or I always say viewers, listeners. But uh, okay, I scratch that idea. Forget I said anything. Edit that out and post. Maybe I write a song for the outro and stop stealing other people's music. That, uh, but then people like that idea. I think <laughs> having a wee sort of song going out. Anyway, <laughs> uh. Yeah, stuff happened. Uh, so Gamescom mm. happened this week. Uh, so we got quite a few things to to go through there. Um, but before that, do you want to talk about Aliens Fire, Fire Team, Team Elite? Elite? I will considering it came out there and we've been playing it. We should probably discuss it quite quickly. Yeah, uh, we don't often have the opportunity to do a timely review of a, a game. Timely so. review. Uh I am enjoying it, but... As, I knew there was a but coming there. Well, th- yeah, there's <laughs> definitely room for improvement, but it's not, mm. a, it's not a bad game. No. It's not brilliant, but it's not... It's just that nice sort of... It's one of those nice games you can just fire on and go, I could blast through a level or two of this. It's a perfectly competent type of Left for Dead yeah. thing where you're shooting hordes of monsters... Yeah. Um, and you sometimes have to do things, and there's special types of monsters that have special abilities. Yep. Um, and then it's all wrapped up in a big aliens wrapper. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. Now, the one thing, obviously, we were surprised the other night. Uh, people started shooting back at us. Yeah. That was pretty interesting because th- it just suddenly went from playing Left 4 Dead to playing a bit of Gears of War because we were taking cover and having to shoot and shit. And I was like, mm. oh, fuck, this changed up. It was a nice change up, I think. Yeah, it did. It did. That was a surprise. I wasn't wasn't expecting. I mean, I didn't really look much at this game beforehand. They probably nope. have showed this, but um, yeah, I wasn't expecting things to be shooting back at me. Uh, mm. So yeah, you get into the the sort of second uh, mission out of the the four missions there are. Um, each of those missions is made up of multiple levels, four different levels. Well, it's four, four campaigns with four missions. Something like that, or is it three, three? I think the first one's three, and then the rest four, or something like that. I think, but yeah, uh, or yeah, maybe three. But um, we played the entire first mission, obviously, just dealing with aliens, and then I think even the first level of the second mission, all aliens, and then we open this random door, and there's fuckers with guns shooting at us, and we're like, oh fuck, hang on, how do we deal with this? Yeah, in universe, that's the the synths. Synths. So the, it's the same. Get if you ever played Alien Isolation, it's. The same types of robots, like they they took the design oh, straight, out, straight of out of it, straight um, out of it, and yeah, they they shoot back, and then you're able to get their guns. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like decent progression as well. So like yeah. you you're leveling up guns, you're leveling up classes. There's five different classes. One of them unlocks after you've done everything. Um, you're putting attachments on guns to in, improve your 
overall combat rating like so many of those games um yeah definitely a vermintide like as i said perfectly adequate yeah it's not amazing um it's not in the slightest bit scary no but the scary aliens is alien yes that's your alien isolation yes this is your aliens yep this is your action game this is your james cameron one yep so it's all big action and that awesome pulse rifle noise yeah they got that in there so like what more can you ask for Ah, you shoot aliens and it makes that noise Happy days. Um, obviously, your four classes are what you expect as well. You have someone that drops turrets, someone that heals, the all-round gunner with grenades, and the heavy with the the mini gun. Um, who's kind of? I'll the the heavy seems a wee bit OP at the moment. Yeah, the, the demolisher. The demolisher. Right, he's got a mini gun. Yeah, you get the tracks. smart the smart gun, which has auto aim. Um, Fucking shoulder rockets and the shoulder rockets, and then the uh, like. I'm, surround, I'm surrounded blow up thing um yeah you compare their abilities to say the gunner's grenade the mm. gunner's grenade's just fucking Ice. shit may uh. <laughs> as well not bother um but then you got these rockets that just the gunner's ability to give you quicker reloads and quicker shooting is handy as fuck though sometimes yeah that, that, that one's really good that one's good yeah uh. if you have a shotgun oh i uh. And they have that classic shotgun from Aliens as well, which is kind of broken, but it's class at the same time. Yeah, the shotgun is a bit broken. <laughs> it is stupid range. We'll deal with most things in one hit. And yeah. Yeah. But as you were saying as well, you've got your, you know, very left for dead uh, specials. So you've got the, the prowler who'll pounce on you and pin you to the ground. You've got your spitter. You, you've got the, what do you call the, the big heavy boys? The, the warriors? They'll just, they'll take an absolute beating, but they'll come in, beat the shit out of you and run off again and come back for round two and three. Um, Other alien specials? Oh, yeah, the ones that sort of blow up. They've got like the big sort of lumpy heads. Oh, yeah. And then the the guy that lurks around in corners and pins you. uh, Is that Prowler? Is that what you call that one? Oh, did you say that one already? I think so. Well. Sneak Rat. Aye, Sneak Rat. (laughs) If you've ever played Vermintide. (laughs) And then obviously the synths themselves uh, have their own specials. They've got the big heavy bastard with the fucking minigun who just yeah. walks towards you. Yeah, guys with shields. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, bastards. Hey. They're not too bad because once you break their shield, they ah. go down in one hit. Mm. Um, I like it. I appreciate it as well as they didn't just... We've only done two campaigns and mm. it hasn't been... Both aren't on a ship. Yeah, the first yeah. campaign's on a ship. The second is on some sort of planet um, that looks all very Prometheus. Mm, big heads and things. I don't know anything about aliens lore. Uh, as we were discussing, uh, discussing, I think anything after, even anything after Alien Three, yeah. has done a has been detrimental to those films because like they start explaining too much, mm. loses any kind of mystery and. The point of those first two films was never the where the aliens came from or anything. It's like how the fuck do we deal with them? Yeah, it's scary monster in space. Yep, kill it, kill it, kill it with fire. Um, but all, all in all, I would say that it's a good solid game. And as, as we were discussing when we were playing, it has the potential to be somewhat like that World War Z, mm-hmm. which started off. And all the reviews, if you even want to go back and read them, they all say this is a grand game. It's not amazing, but it's it's good. And now, with all the stuff they've added and the patches they've put into it, 
World War Z is actually a, re- a really good game now. And it's even getting new mm. updates as well coming soon. Probably because of the likes of Back for Blood coming out. So they're going to try and jump in on there. Yeah. But there's new classes coming, new weapons coming, first person mode and all the rest of it. If Alien Fire Team gets the same type of treatment in nine months to a year's time, we could be talking about this again going... Jesus, do you remember we first played that and look at it now? It's amazing. It's the same, again, even using Vermintide. Look how different Vermintide 2 is to the game it is now. Yeah. The amount of stuff that's added. There's even new Tons characters, support, classes. Like- and Aye. So if, if Alien Fireteam gets the same type of treatment in a year or two's time, it could be considered an amazing classic game. That's you know how them I mean? games live or die, is how much they get supported afterwards. Aye. So yeah, it could, it could definitely... Uh, as we were saying, there's potential there. There yep, is potential. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so on the Gamescom then, which happened on the internet, <laughs> used to happen in Germany. Not yeah, anymore. It did. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's just go through hmm. some of the things. Um, so there's new King of Fighters. I like 15. that. Give me that. How's there 15 King of Fighters? Because they started in 90... <laughs> Four? Aye, because the, the first sequel was King of Fighters 95, then it was 96, and then they just... All that there. Uh, then they stopped when the fighting game craze had sort of died down. Here's the thing with King of... So, Street Fighter, which started first... Yes. We're at five. Yes. But... I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not really at five? No, we're probably at like 25. <laughs> Did King of Fighters give a new number every time yes. they did it right? <laughs> that every explains time. it. And King of Fighters have never done the, you know, the Super King of Fighters 95 and Ultra yeah, King of Fighters yeah. 95. Yeah. Whereas I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not, I wish, I think I'm exaggerating. I don't know if I am, but I'm pretty sure there's like 12 versions of Street Fighter 2. Jesus. That's a, that's a lot of. Same game. Ah, there's like three different versions of it, and they're all different. And they're all different from the like, because there's like four versions on the snares. There's three versions on the Mega Drive, and these are all completely different. Uh, there, you've obviously got your arcade versions, which had differences as well. So. And if you have to update an arcade to rebalance, the only way to do that is ah. release a new arcade because yeah. there's no internet. Exactly. So yeah, I think there is about twelve versions of Street to the point where the last version of Street Fighter Two came out in the Switch. One thing that I haven't even looked at in anything, are, are they using, let me just check, ah, fuck off. They're not using pixels? <laughs> no. They haven't done that in a long time, but I have to admit, I do love the the, star, the style of the King of Fighters games, because see, when it's in game and engine, it still kind of looks 2D-ish. Look, see all these, fight, they should just be looking at Arc System and what they do. Mm. and do that or go down the Skullgirls route and go hand drawn yeah but if they all want to do big flashy 3D supers oh, yeah, true. but what Arc Systems do with like the, the Blaze Blue and Guilty, uh, Gears. Guilty Gears like the, that, it, it looks like a hand drawn 2D fighter until it zooms in and stuff starts happening you're like oh Jesus mm. um, so what else we have Bus Simulator 2021 oh yes Fucking happy days I was waiting for the sequel uh, they showed the new uh, Dark Pictures anthology game and don't really care about that either. Um, so probably the biggest announcement of the show was Saints Row. We're getting a new Saints Row and it's a complete reboot. Aye. Like completely rebooted going back to its roots. 
if you've played the Saints Row, any of that, like that series went a bit fucking nuts to the point where you're fighting aliens and then you are able to time travel eventually. Yep. Um, and uh, the studio said themselves, like, where the fuck do you go from there? Well, do you remember the last one they actually released was the sort of standalone DLC where you were in hell fighting Satan? Oh, fuck Johnny. <laughs> fuck Johnny Gatto. I know, but that, <laughs> when you've been to space, you're like, shit, what else have you? I don't know, hell. They tried so hard with, with that. I was like, this is a shit character. Yeah, like, nobody, nobody. No one cares. Johnny Gatto. Um, so this one was like, seems like a core group of four friends, including your player character, mm. um, starting from scratch to create a criminal enterprise um there's a big cg trailer which is all good it all takes place in southwestern america so it's an all-new city called santo Elios, i think it's called Ooh. um so it's all de- in the desert um yeah i think that's the first time they've done real outside city uh, sort of stuff it's usually always been the big sort of built up city areas mm. um and they showed a, a bit of gameplay as well after that. There, there's a video uh, released of them talking about uh, what they're trying to do. Um, it's It still does look like Centro says open world. Mm. You can drive, you can shoot. Um, it's definitely, definitely scaled way back on the, the insanity, which... Ah. But they have still promised could, there'll be a bit there. Yeah. Like they were like, don't be worrying, we're not going deadly serious, we'll still have a wee bit of a, but we have to, you know, we have to dial back from superpowers yeah. oh, and aliens. I, and that's the reason for the reboot, but you don't want to go all the way back to that first game where it was like, this is just you trying to make Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second game was kind of more, I enjoyed the second game, but yeah, uh, I enjoyed the second it was one. starting to find its own kind of mm. tone. And, and then the third one is where they sort of just hit their stride and, yeah. and embraced the... The, the third one's where you start off becoming the president. Yeah, it? yeah, that's Aye. a belting moment. <laughs> I love the things that they they do in um, when they reference it. Like the first game does this thing uh, because it came out after was it after GTA? No, I didn't know. You would have had San Andreas no before mm. that. Um, but now you've got your silent protagonist. They have a couple of lines, and you could only be a male character. And then in the second game, they let you loose with a full-on character creator. Um, you could be whatever you wanted, and then the way they just dealt with that, you were still the same character from the first game. Yep. You could be a woman, and at one point, the character just goes, something different about you, you get a haircut or yeah. something. <laughs> it's like, hi. Um... But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll, I'll play an RC intro. Yeah, yeah. Big Definitely. Time. I always enjoyed them, and I didn't even know on the whole way. Well, obviously, well-kept secret that there was a new one on the way. So but I'm glad they're keeping a wee bit of the silliness, because one of my favorite things from the last one was the dubstep gun. Just running around with oh, yeah. big blubby noises and big <laughs> lights and everything blowing up. It was just stupid. That fun. was one of the most powerful guns in the game, too. Oh, uh, <laughs> just everything go bro, 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 bro. Um... So we got an announcement from uh, Firaxis. The guys that do the XCOM games are making a, a Marvel tactical RPG called Midnight Suns. Um, it's a CGI trailer, so you don't get to see much gameplay. It's all very action-focused. Um, and we, we've got a lot of Marvel characters looking like Ed Boon made them. Mm. 
Very much so. Uh, like it's it just screams of the injustice games. Yeah. Like that or like there's Wolverine wearing some like armor type stuff and it's I uh, I mean with blades in it. Good to see Blade in the game again. I like the Ghost Rider mm. design. Yeah, the Ghost Rider's pretty cool. Yeah. Um not so much a skull on fire, but fire flying out of this skull like helmet type mm. thing. Um everything's all black and gold. So Maybe they're, maybe it's Marvel NXT. <laughs> it's obviously from the guys that made Offcom, so they have said it's going to be the turn-based tactical RPG. But I wonder will they take the sort of the look out of it? Probably not, because <laughs> that's how tactical RPGs percentage to hit, getting fucked over. Mm. Saying, There's a ninety-seven percent you'll hit. Ah, you missed. <laughs> And there's 10% the enemy will hit. Oh, it's critical. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, there seems to be a new original character in there, or you get to create a character. Or I think uh, you create your character, so you're the and player. And they come character. out of the sarcophagus somewhere. I didn't know what was going on. I'm trying to think, is there any sort of undead deity characters and villains? Is Mephisto Marvel, or is he the nah, DC? It's Marvel, eh? It could be something to do with Mephisto, or maybe something there. Um, Halo Infinite. Uh, officially announced their pre to play multiplayer stuff uh, 8th of December that's coming out uh, they also announced a Master Chief controller and a limited edition Series X console which all of those are up on eBay for way too much money now Yep. so still haven't solved that problem man nope um, PlayStation side of things they announced that Horizon Forbidden West is being delayed to 2022, 18th of February. That's a weird thing to save to announce at a big fucking game show. But mm. uh, also, you're with they're getting or they're they're releasing a PS5 patch for Zero Dawn to make it run at 60. Um, which I'd be up. I never finished that game. That'll probably uh, encourage me to pick it up again and finish it. Um, then we have. Aloy going to Genshin Impact as well in right. on the this week, first of September. She is a popular crossover character. Well, what else, Jen? She is in Monster Hunter. Oh, she is in uh, is it Soul Calibur Six? Is it the one with Two B? Not the one it's, with Two B. Yeah, Six. Six. Sorry. Ah, so I don't think it's actually her, but they give like a a character sort of creation set so for her clothes and stuff yeah so her armor and stuff's in that i'm pretty sure she's also in fortnite and i think she everybody is. they just they just released mike Lowry in fortnite well smith's, smith's character from bad boys is in fortnite how does anyone play in fortnite have a fucking clue who mike Lowry is mike, like they don't they don't they're like what's this old ass film <laughs> And yeah, I know there was a sequel released like a couple of years ago or something, but Didn't do n- that. none of them would have watched that. No. Fuck's sake. Um, what else we have? So the developers of Black Desert Online, um, the Korean MMO uh, that has the really good character creator, uh, showed a trailer for the a game they've been working on called Doki V, 
Um, it's like a Pokemon style catching monsters game, and dear Jesus, does it look good? It, it, it as you said before we started recording, it's a looker, all right. It has a style unlike anything that's been out in a long time. Mm. Um, and the just the amount of shit it looks like you can do in this game is impressive. Obviously, you've got the Pokemon side of things that catch the monsters, but you then you see them driving go karts and jet skis and. Go, one, gliders, gliders. Spider Man swinging. Uh, somebody was air guitaring for some reason. <clears throat> I, I don't know what all that was about. But uh, it, there was dancing, there was explosions. Uh, and you also, you don't just catch monsters and have them battle each other. You seem to be fighting alongside. Mm, like some of them the you, you seem to be using as weapons almost. Yeah. Um, and does it looks like you're, you know, it's not just battling other trainers or, or stuff like that from the looks of it, it's like you have big massive boss fights with things mm. and um yeah it looks like you know that huge big open world pokemon game that that everyone has wanted but it's not pokemon which mm. will you know that's a huge fucking disadvantage it's gonna it have. might hurt it but if this is released on pc and playstation and xbox everyone <laughs> who can't get a pokemon game that's no, you can get a Pokemon style game. Yeah, it's it's hard though because this has been tried before, and it's hard to nail the just mm. the design of Pokemon, especially that first generation. Yeah, it's iconic. Uh, um, and sometimes that's just what people want because you you always remember like like back in like the early two thousands, you had. Football games, there was two big ones. Mm-hmm. FIFA, obviously, and Pro, Pro Evolution. Evil. And for a long, long, long time, FIFA was pure shit, and Pro, Pro Evolution Evil was a really, really good game. But FIFA always outsold it just because it had the real players. Mm, true, true. And I think about that sort of situation. But this looks really good in its own right. It's still, yeah. it's it's not like it's trying to you know, rip off Pokemon. It's definitely not. Oh, it's a completely different thing, but look, it just has that sort of, as you say, it's the monster cats inside of things. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not it. There's tons of stuff that oh, does I, that I, as well. Even before Pokemon, there was probably, I, I'm pretty sure there was a couple of games like that. Wasn't that oh, Monster I, Rancher or something cats always chatting about? Yeah, there's monster, there was another PlayStation 1 one that I can't remember the name of. Um, I think there was two of them. Ah, uh, shit. You ca- uh, I can't mind. You, you capture mon- monsters and use them to fight and level them up and that. Mm. Um... But I, I uh, it's it, it just looks really striking. Um, don't know how it'll play because Black Desert has looks really really good and it's got a really good um, character creator. But gameplay wise, I not so much. I, well, I don't really like there. There's too there's too much bullshit. In it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it's all of the free to play. If this is a single player, like don't have to. Yeah, they did you know. announce because this was announced as an MMO, but then they've yeah. come out and says, no, 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 this isn't an MMO. Charge fifty quid for it and give it a make it a proper game. Uh, and none of this nonsense where you have to do cooking and shit and I but with thirteen different styles of fucking currency and shit like uh, that. God, Black Days are so confusing. There's this whole like weird like trade network things you have to set up and I never figured out how it worked and I was like I don't want to figure out how this works because I don't care yeah, I just want to stab things uh. um what else was of interest uh Valheim's getting a new map um 
or not perhaps Splitgate's getting it's uh, a season season zero season mm. pass a new map new mode um and that it, that started that's good and uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut they announced that well this wasn't Gamescom but the yeah, the you were saying yourself there before they're negotiating a sequel <laughs> what does it mean to, oh, I don't know maybe they're trying to say hey Kojima do you mind dialing back the fucking madness in the sequel please and he's like no probably not because that's probably a huge selling point of it do you think people actually played that and enjoyed it probably but did they enjoy it because it was a good game or did they enjoy it because Hideo Kojima's name's on it? Who knows? <laughs> um, so we got a, a Metroid Dread trailer mm. uh, which showed a bit more gameplay and I talked before about how this is uh, the first game where we've had the Chozo, the mysterious bird-like race um, that raised Samus and made her armor and, and all that. Um, and them being in this game, and it looks like they're they're not too happy with Samus. Um, and you will be fighting them, Ooh. or at least one of them anyway. And it's cool because you get a good look at uh, what this Chozo guy wearing. It's it the armor is very similar to Samus's, and she, it has the same gun as Samus on on the arm. An iconic gun, hey? yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's there's that. Showed a lot of gameplay, a lot of like air dash and stuff and, and that and big bosses it, it looks real good um i do love me about a metroidvania um, can't beat them hey would you buy a switch for this <laughs> you know what i, I might do because you all know something i've only ever played i've never actually played a proper metroid i've only ever played the first metroid prime oh that's my super only... metroid is one of my favorite games of all uh, time it is fucking fantastic do you know what it's on the missus's wee mini snares i must play through it oh, i do it's it holds up so well. I pr- it's, I, well, it's pixel it, art from the old days, so of course I I love that shit. So uh, there's one thing that does annoy me about Super Metroid is the diagonal aiming. You have to hold the shoulder button to aim. Da- and oh, so you don't move. No, you can still move. All right, but if you you can shoot up. Uh-huh. If you hold up, you can shoot forward. If you hold forward, um, but then. Uh, if you want to shoot now. Alright, that's what you're saying. You do that so you can shoot and not have to move. Yeah. That's what that means. Um, which, uh, I guess, it just feels wrong mm. holding the shoulder button. To Instead of having a right yeah. stick. <laughs> uh, I wonder, will this use, will it play, like, let you aim freely with the right the twin stick? stick? Yeah. From what it showed in the gameplay, did she, was she sort of aiming 360 or just doing the old school four directions or eight directions? I know it just looked like Metroid. It's very fast paced. And I, I would say and then they because you don't want to turn Metroid into a twin stick. You want to keep that that smooth old school way of doing it. <clears> so I reckon they will stick with the the eight direction shooting. Yeah, but I it's it I, I like it. I like the look of it as well. Mm. And it'll be definitely a good thing to play while we're waiting on Prime Four to never ever happen. <laughs> I don't know. It's not good when they say, uh, we have to start development again. It's like, how, how often does that happen? And the only one I can think of is Doom 2016. Oh, I. They were what? Jesus, they were going down the wrong fucking path. They, uh, well, uh, that's one of those games, though, again, it could be the same thing for Metroid. If there's anything ever shown of an old one, you might go, thank fuck, you started again. 
I can imagine someone like I I don't know someone who knows what doom is, but is also in a position of power. But I can't imagine that person existing. But because like Carmack's not there, Romero's not there, mm. but someone at some point has left them to let them sit and work on a Doom game, come in, see what they're doing, and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the what hell is What are you doing? <laughs> You're making Doom, not Call of Duty, for fuck's well, sake. The worst thing is, it was. Uh, I know we're going off topic here very quickly, but it was the guy, Kevin Cloud, who was who worked on the original, the original Doom and the original mm. Wolfenstein, and it was him pushing this. And I think it was, I think oh, it was no. Marty Stratton sort of came in and went, lad... This is not fun to play. Oh, so you actually know who did that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's on that No Clip documentary. Right. He, right, he right. literally puts his hands up and goes, I was taking Doom down a bad path, but... Uh, fucking right you were. Aye. You do, not, you do not follow or take the fucking series that was the Trailblazer yep. and follow what another game was doing. Mm. Just come on. Yep. You have to know, like, any expectation of you doing a new Doom game, you need to blaze some more new, new trails, so... Yep. But... um. Speaking of trailblazing. Trailblazing. Uh, I was going to say we got a look, but no, we fucking didn't. Um, <laughs> Someone got a look. So a bunch of journalists and influencers and such got to see 60 minutes of gameplay from Elden Ring. Uh, the rest of us filthy plebs got <laughs> like six screenshots. Um, <sighs> aye, but there's stuff out there where people, they're allowed to talk about what they saw, but they're not allowed to show it, which... Yeah, they're probably going to release that footage soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, there's videos you can go watch. I would suggest uh, the YouTuber Vadi Vidya. Um, he's a very prolific uh, Dark Souls YouTuber. He does lore videos a lot. Um, he's very, very good videos. And he talks about what he saw and questions he got to ask uh, Miyazaki. Um, so yeah, it looks up... It, it, it goes into more detail around how the open world will, will work. Um, the bonfires, per se. I can't remember what they call them again. It's not mm. bonfires. It's um, But they basically are the bonfires. Yeah. There's like less of them. Um, but you can do more. Like you can summon in the, the firekeeper for this one to, to level up. Um, you can summon your horse anywhere. In oh. the open world part, not yep. in the dungeons, but yeah, yeah. in the overworld. Uh, in the overworld, there's like mini bosses just gallivanting around. Yep, and you can go up, and if you eat one of them, it'll create a, a, a bonfire. Oh, oh, right. Okay. No, it won't create an arena. Um, they replenish whatever your healing stuff is. Uh, loads of, yeah, lo- loads of sort of we we details that maybe give you a better grasp of what you're you're getting so like you you have the open world and they're, they're all saying like it is yeah, it really is big you don't appreciate sort of the, the scale of this thing from watching the previous trailer um then you've got your big dungeons but you're being encouraged to explore by the sounds of things not just go down like this path but the, those um bonfires i can't remember what they, they, they're called a really specific thing uh and i can't remember off the top of my head what they are um but they will lead you on the critical path you know the the main story uh-huh. um but maybe it's not always a good idea to follow them because you will get outpaced uh yep. you know power wise pretty quick so you need to go off the beaten path to 
to level yourself up. I like that. I, there's going to be boys going in. I'm not leveling up. Go straight down the fucking thing and, and I'm going to finish this with a fucking butter knife. Aye. Because <laughs> there always are. Broken sword runs everywhere. Um, yeah, apparently the, the story as well is going to be maybe a little less um, esoteric. Like, you might actually get to see some events happen in front of your eyes instead of seeing the aftermath, which Aye. has always been the way of these games. Yep. The shit already happened when you yeah. were there. Um, you are creating your character. It's You're free to create any kind of build you like as in a, a, a Dark Souls. And there's these skills that you can apply to weapons. Like, for example, um, like a, a, a wooden type of, like, cut move that fires out a you know shockwave and um you know kind of like the weapon arts were mm. in, in dark souls 3 and that and uh but you can apply them to to any weapon and there's dual blades again like there wasn't dark souls 2 i don't like a dual blade well i never really used it it's always a bit, a bit of a wasn't there a pair in Dark Souls 3 as well no i mean dual blade like a darth maul style oh right sorry i thought you meant dual blades sorry 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 no oh, yeah, there there was. Um, ah, because the the dancer give you a pair of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, so they've actually done like a big Darth Maul type thing. Mm. Um, uh, one more quick gaming thing here, which I feel for this guy. Yeah. So on Steam, they have this no questions asked uh, refund policy. They have the same thing on Oculus, by the way. I've had to do it once or twice. Yeah, provided you've played less than two hours of a game, you'll get a refund. Mm. Um, and that's that's just it. Um, this guy uh, released a game called The Summer of 58 by Emika Games. Was released. Uh, it can be finished in ninety minutes. It's been well received, well reviewed. Um, but players are finishing it in that ninety minutes and then getting refunds, uh, which has. <laughs> so if the, if these can if these guys got a refund, that guy then makes no money. No money. Oh Jesus. Um. So Amica Games tweeted out, "Friends, thank you for your support. I'm leaving game development for an indefinite time to collect my thoughts." Make a longer game, just. <laughs> I mean, some people like like re- this is going to be a really narrative yeah. driven, and it's like like this ninety minutes. That's that's what I don't, and I'm sure it's probably not expensive either. It's probably a couple of pounds. Uh, true. I, let, let's well, actually, that's kind of a dick move then. To be fair, let's actually check uh, how much this costs. People four seventy six. Oh, for fuck's sake, people! Fucking catch yourselves on, boys. <laughs> fuck's sake. And, and look at this game. It's actually wow. a whole 3D type of horror. Yeah, it's horror like a thing, like a PT. Uh, it looks quite nice. It does. Um, All right, so I feel for this guy more now. Yeah. But then they probably put a bunch of effort into that. And I imagine there's more stuff to do. In, in yeah, people game. are just blasting through it. Aye. Aye. Um, but yeah, that's called into question this, this refund thing. Now... The the refund thing is very very good. Yes, I will say that it's it's very in favor uh, in favor of the the people buying stuff. But I think there's probably a better way to do it uh, instead of like a two hour blanket. Why can't it be like you have an idea of how long a game's length is? How or about a percentage of its critical ah, path? Ah, prog- a progression of the game. So, ah, like so say ten percent. If you've gone ten percent mm. or 
like stick an achievement in there at the end if you got this achievement you're not getting a refund ah buddy boy ah you've played through this entire game yeah ah seems like a pretty easy problem to fix to be honest Aye. uh sorry buddy everybody go buy that game yeah, yeah, yeah. and don't refund it and don't refund it Aye. You know, like, it's it's only it's less than a fiver. You've probably paid more for a fucking food out of chippy. Mm. Right, uh, I think that's us done with games. So it's time for wrestling. Yeah. So a couple of stories. First, not really stories. Bad news for you, Stu. Um, so. NWA had their big woman-only pay-per-view uh, pay empire. I haven't watched it yet. I will be watching it at some point. Um, but during this, Awesome Kong announced that she is retiring from wrestling. Oh, I've been an Awesome Kong fan for a long time. Um, and that just says why she did, she's been around a long time. Yeah, and, she uh, has. Well, I think she is a brave age, to be fair. I think she's, she's in her 40s, isn't she? Yes, she definitely is. Now, I know she went to WWF for a while. I forget what she was called. Uh, Karma? Karma. Um, she had a short run there. She obviously had... A cup of coffee. Uh, she had a cup of coffee there. Um, obviously, she had some terrible things happening in her personal life. Uh, she was out of wrestling for a good while. She came back to Impact. She had a very good uh, rivalry with Havoc when mm -hmm. she was there. Um, as you could imagine, you know, two of the sort of bigger women going at it. It was yeah. really, really good matches. Their last match was a cage match. But obviously her famous, famous rivalry was her and Gail Kim. Yeah. That was the rivalry at one stage. Like, all the men's stuff and everything was happening. No one gave a shit. It was Gail Kim and Kong were the fucking big story and impact. And the matches <clears throat> were unbelievable. The The Iron Woman match was absolutely incredible. Kong went. I know she is a larger woman. What year was this? This would have been earlier impact Ooh. so so they were doing this shit they were like had a main event level women's yeah. program running with a fucking iron man match happening they had a 45 minute iron woman match way before wwe did yes. any of that i think it was 2000 and must have been eight or nine at least but obviously kong's a larger woman she fair fucks there she did the whole match and all but it was a really really good match and i think that's the match everyone yeah. remembers was this iron woman match i don't think tna gets enough props for its women's division back oh i agree 100 percent. like agree yeah there. everyone just focuses they see like the beautiful people yes and some of the shit yes that was happening there is like all right uh, that's very similar to the wwe divas but mm -hmm. it, wwe didn't also have gail kim and awesome kong doing things they just had the shit tna uh, had the shit but they also had good things happening yeah as well the thing was, though, and again, I'm not trying to defend the shit. It was never anywhere near as bad. No one was doing mud wrestling. Yeah, no one, there was no mud wrestling or brand panty matches or, you know, yeah. fucking storylines with the boss or any shit like that. <sighs> right? Nothing like that. They just, you know, obviously some of the, the women in the, the women's division in TNA were sort of hired because they, they looked better than they wrestled. Yeah. Yeah. That's not to say they were terrible. They just weren't anywhere near as good as some of the ones who were hired because they could wrestle. A lot of people used to think Gail Kim was hired because she could look better than she wrestled. Oh, she can go. Though. Oh, Gail Kim's fucking legendary. Like, like I say, her, again, down to her, her rivalry with Kong was absolutely amazing. So I'm actually kind of gutted because I was kind of hoping for All Out that I might get to see Awesome Kong maybe one more time in the Women's Battle Royale. 
I thought maybe she'd make maybe one last appearance. Because you remember the original Double double or Nothing? I fucking popped big time when she came out. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking lost my shit. That was who you were most excited about. Oh, big time? Uh, yeah, it, was, it looks like we won't be seeing her again in AEW, but I think her contract ran out anyway. Right. Um, she was obviously, she does that <clears> show, <throat> which I still have to watch, actually. Uh, oh, Glow. Glow? Yeah, it's I heard she's good. hilarious on it. She's, she's probably the best thing in it. Um... For me, anyway. But that's just me being like, there's there's an actual wrestler doing a good job. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yeah, she's, she's done a lot. She worked for Shimmer, Ring of Honor, WWE, AEW, All Japan. Um, Was Gail in the ring with her at all? During yes. the return? Oh, yes. That's good to see. Um, I'm just going to say it's wrestling. Never say never. True. <laughs> we learned that last week. We did die. Uh, and on that, um, <laughs> Tony Khan has been talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all the, the stuff about Daniel Bryan. He's like, he's not done. He's, uh, direct quote, I'm definitely going to make multiple additions over the next four to six months. Oh, fuck. Multiple. Multiple. Um... What else did he say? I think there'll be some activity in the near future. I can't specify exactly what it is. I don't think anyone would really want me to. Uh, just like no one would have wanted any combination of anything going into the first dance of what it was or how it was going to come off. But I definitely will be active and haven't have been active signing people from day one in this company. Um, yeah, he goes on to talk about importance of signing stuff and what he's done in the mm. NFL and football and all, but I, <clears throat> uh, and yeah, I'm trying to think who, let's say you get Daniel Bryan, uh, Adam, one. Adam Cole, two, hmm. who else is out there who hasn't signed uh, somewhere else, fucking signed Danhausen, oh, bag time, oh my god, can you imagine someone's in the middle of cutting a promo? And then yeah. all he hears, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> the wee whistle. <laughs> very good. Very evil. <laughs> what is this? I love that. <laughs> oh, uh, sign that. I think he's... Kane's brother. <laughs> I think he's... Oh, he's fucking... Ringing on at the moment. But I think his contract's up soon. Quick yeah. off the uh, fucking thing here. Did you know when he comes to the ring of ringing on her, he's builded seven feet tall? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's amazing. Uh, um, yeah, I I think he'd fit in well. Oh, big time uh, at AEW because you know they have guys like Orange Cassidy and the you know not hundred percent serious but still managed to get over. And no, you can see him hanging out with Dark Order definitely. Mm. Um, I don't know how he walks around like that all the time and doesn't get a fucking sore back. Aye, because he does that weird hunch. He does the Mister Burns walk? <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we were talking about NXT last week. Um, didn't talk about SummerSlam last week. I guess I would say very quickly. First, the NXT, the rebranding has has started. They have a new logo. Um, this is the start of all the changes where there, it's going to be more of a develop, developmental for people coming, being built from the ground up by WWE and not signing independent guys. Um, it's all very colorful. I don't mind it. Hmm. It's a decent logo, but... It kind of looks like, you know, uh, the old dynamite? Yeah, the color explosion and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, what I'm thinking. 
not not that. Oh, I was fucking ripping off. It's like no, it's obviously just a cool no, fucking effect. Yeah. It is a very cool effect. It's more swirly. It's like True. swirly splatter paint stuff. It's it's grand. Hmm. Uh, but what they're gonna do under uh, behind that logo is probably not gonna be grand. So mm. let's wait and see what happens and watch the fucking thing burn to the ground. <laughs> uh, SummerSlam, yeah, they 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 brought back, brought, uh, brought back two people. Uh, Becky Lynch being one had her come out and squash their current champion, who is um, oh fuck, what do you call her again? With the big long braid. That she hits people with. Oh yeah, I know, I know who you're, but I don't know her name. But I remember you showed me her. Oh, I forgot. She's her. really good. She is. Um, she they, they um, let her get squashed. Yep. Uh, and it's kind of like people were really gl- glad to see Becky back, but they're like not like this. Uh, uh Bianca Belair. That's her name. Bianca Belair. Um, it's like not that because people really like Bianca Belair and don't sacrifice her for for Becky like. Yeah, you could have done a cool story where she came back and worked her way up to that match and not, but no, yeah. let's just bring her in and yeah. give her the belt. Straight straight out and just you could have let them have a match because the match they would have put on would have been great. Mm. Um Yeah, you could even still have Becky win, just don't don't squash uh a champion. Bianca. Like it's um you know, uh, your favorite also came back uh. looking like a fucking fool. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like right. He looks like someone trying to describe a lumberjack down the phone to someone when the other person's <laughs> never seen a lumberjack before. That that's what it, when Ricky said he looked ridiculous. I had I had to Google image search it, and I was like, "Yep, that's like someone has described a lumberjack to someone who doesn't know what a lumberjack is," and that's what he came out looking. We're obviously talking about old fucking Larry Francis Lesnar, of course. Um, quite quite the fucking look with yeah. the. Um, blonde ponytail but he's he's only got the hair right on the top of his head in a ponytail yeah and still shaved it's like <laughs> no over. it's like someone tried to describe uh brian pullman's heard him and he <laughs> <laughs> he fucked it up so he did. no it looks like he's gonna be doing a thing with uh, uh roman reigns Roman Reigns. yeah yeah since i forgot that wasn't it convenient they they came back the same week as the great i know CM imagine Punk. that i know it didn't it didn't it didn't come across as a last minute thing at all. Did no, it? no, of course not. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so who are you going to bring back when Daniel Bryan comes back? How are you going to? Oh, geez. How are you going to counter program that one? I'll bully that young up and comer. Bully. Sure, he was back. Oh, he's back already. Oh, he shit. had a match. Uh, it'll be uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Cena back as well. Yeah, it's okay. C- Cena was in the match with Reigns. Right. Uh, uh it'll be Hogan. <laughs> oh, get fuck me! Don't bring Hogan back. One more match, brother. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> right, let's talk about Dynamite. Yep. Um, so this Dynamite was uh, kind of underwhelming. Uh, that, uh, because Dynamite's been on such a fucking tear. It has been on a tear. Um, you have to have a dip. And you're coming down from CM Punk coming back. Yeah. Uh, we'll get, in, get into it here. Uh like, not saying that it wasn't bad. No. And that's the thing you have to get across. And anyone I've heard trying to describe this, uh, the 
problems. You always have to go, I'm not saying it was bad. <laughs> it just because wasn't you on the say same anything level. negative at all. But um right, so so we open up with uh Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy with a really fun match yes. with the whole thing with Orange Cassidy doing his pockets and the kicking thing uh, and then Matt Hardy does it and pulls out a bunch of money. <laughs> which right. goes everywhere. Uh, Cassidy and then Cassidy steals a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> And then Matt Hardy goes into his pocket <laughs> to take the. I. Uh, Matt took a bit of a rough fuck me. Or something. I, I, or? I think it was a crossbody, and he just caught Cassie <laughs> wrong, and his nose exploded. Aye. Um, Matt, he gets out a lot of time, but it's not the first time it's happened to him. Aye, it's wrestling. Aye, it ain't ballet. It ain't. Um. Yeah. So Cassidy beats him. Uh, with his pocket pin. With I, uh, the pin where he puts he hooks your legs and then puts his hands in his pocket, so you, it's impossible to kick out. Kenny Omega, Every, better remember that. everyone should start putting pockets on their wrestling tights and do this. Like it's, I'm telling you, um, yeah, it's, uh, but they're not done by the looks of things, and because he's taken on. PH. Who was Matt's last rival? Because this happened with them as well. Yeah. After they beat Matt, but they then nothing happened. He, he had one more match with the blade, but then that was it. Who was it again? Um. Oh, I can't mind. It's like you beat you beat the boss. Aye. But we're, we're done here. Here's one more minion. Aye. Uh, DLC. <laughs> 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 um. Right. Next we have uh, Chris Jericho. And, right. So this is one part I did not like. This I don't know if it's because it's like this makes no sense, or this is making me side with MJF. I don't want to side with MJF. Uh, so Chris Jericho basically comes out and says, I want one more match, even though I lost clean as a fucking whistle after uh, I attempted to cheat to win. Uh, um, if that had been worded better, you probably would have been on Jericho's side, but he literally no, says, I, I can't. Look, that's to me, that's over. It's done. You lost, buddy. You're done. But do you think this is Jericho's way? Because I, I don't know if Jericho will win this one either. And you know what that means for us? Fucking Chris Jericho on commentary. He was calm this Friday. <laughs> He was still pretty... He was getting excited, but you could tell he was reining himself in. Still a bit annoying. He's, been, he's the worst one on that fucking desk, I think. I, well, when you've got Taz and Excalibur beside yeah, you, you're uh, not holding up to anybody. Um, but yeah, MJF yeah, did so, crush him on the promo. Like, uh, MJ, uh, MJF comes out and says, would you just leave me the fuck alone? And he has a, a t-shirt with the MJF. Three, three Jericho no. no I, that's a Jericho did that with Goldberg right. in WCW, because um, he claimed he beat Goldberg. Um, yeah. So we're getting another match at all. Right? It's the it's the fact that the MGF beat him. He he has he has no grounds for this. Yeah. If MGF had cheated or done something. Yeah. But he beat him clean after Jericho wheeled him with a baseball bat. Yep. So how can how can you justify? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah. And if Jericho loses this match, he says he's retiring from wrestling in AEW. That was his exact words. Yes. So he might lose again. If he loses again, fine. He might clear off to Japan for a while or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get off that fucking commentary desk. <laughs> 
to MGF. He said, this is getting embarrassing, Christopher. <laughs> Can't you just leave me alone? Oh, like, like, MGF was fucking fantastic during this. Oh, why? Um, he always is. He's he, the man yeah. you do love to hit. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you shouldn't be at any point being like, hey, he's right. No, he's, <laughs> he's got a point here. Um, up next, we had our uh, tag team eliminator semi-final match. The other one... Um, between the Varsity Blondes and Lucha Bros, we, who will go on to face Jurassic Express in the final. Um, Jurassic Express were at ringside. Um, this match was a wee bit... It took a wee bit to get going. Yes. Because it was a wee bit messy. Griff Garson was out of fucking position. Yes. Oh, lot. Yes. And we're just going to blame this on Griff Garson, aren't we? I'm sorry, but it, it totally... <laughs> you can literally see Ray Phoenix looking at him a few times going, like, What are you doing over there? You're supposed get to... Over here. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it takes more than Griff Garson to, to yeah. keep the fucking Lucha Bros down it, and putting on a bad match. So it does recover by the end. Um, yeah, Pul- Pullman and, and Ray especially were Aye. fucking great. Um, uh, eventually, the Lucha Bros get the win. Um, Jurassic Express come into the ring. Um, and the Young Bucks are there watching from the ramp. They come down. Uh, Jurassic Express and the Lucha Brothers have this really cool moment of respect, shaking hands mm. and all. Um, and you think they're going to do the old fucking, uh, uh, oh, we're going to fight now. We have a match now, so we automatically hate each other. The Young Bucks come down to the ring and push Jurassic Express into the Lucha Bros. And you think that, right, that's what they're going to fight. But no, no. They, st- they go, wait, no, it w- that was them. Uh. And they're like, all right then. <laughs> Jungle Boy and Phoenix do like tandem dive onto the top of them Amazing. and then have this wee moment afterwards. I, I was just, just, just really cool. <laughs> so after that, we have Red Velvet versus Jimmy Hader. Uh Poor Red Velvet. Poor Red Velvet. Then <laughs> she sort of landed on her head early on in this match. She did. Doing I. a missing a boon salt. Oh. And then. He, <laughs> just fucking knocked the shit out of it her. It was like, right, I have to recover this. Yeah, I don't think it was any malice involved. I think it was just like, oh shit, um, let's let, let's fix this. That clothesline, Fuck hit her. her, hit her with, uh, turned her inside out. Hey? Um, she's definitely fucking toned up big time since we uh, last seen her. Hey, she's she's gonna be, she'll be useful. She's gonna be good. Mm. Um, just the the powerhouse. Um, mm. at some point she's gonna fall out with Britt Baker. Yep, have a match with her. Uh, but for now, um, she beats Red Velvet. Um, then Baker, Rebel, and and Hater start beating the shit out of her. Statlander comes out to make the save. Statlander is challenging Britt Baker for the title at All Out. Um, the backstage segment next, Dark Order. Uh, having a bit of an argument. Oh Jesus! About uh, over hang, not helping Hangman that one time. Evil Uno, Jesus Christ! Um, you may as well just slip. sister, uh, sister Reynolds, go go stand in John's so, shadow where you belong, and then immediately apologizes. <laughs> it's like he has this mad wee temper problem, but. He's still oddly polite about everything. I like this evil, you know. Yes. He's, he's very good at this. Uh, you can see the, the evil bit coming through on him. Mm. Do you think they're going to split? 
I think it might. I think they might. I don't want to like armchair fucking book here, but I think nah, it. it'll look like they're going to, and Hangman will come back and reunite them. Because I don't think you could split the Dark Order up. Yeah, though. it'll either be Hangman or Negative One. Or negative one. I that actually that would actually be really cool because obviously Brody Jr. So I don't think they'll they'll split up. They may split up eventually, but I think they're really really popular at the moment, and it would be madness to split them up. Yeah. Unless Uno breaks off for a while, and I don't know, they somehow get him back to his senses. Or what? What if Uno's having a psychotic break or something? Or Bray Wyatt comes in. Could be Bray. That's an old that that's a guy. Tony oh, yeah, Khan we, could have been referring yep. to signing. Um, and as we've said previously, that wouldn't be a bad shout because obviously the, the history with him and Brody, so... Could be all bullshit, though. Just keep that buzz going, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we've got CM Punk making his first appearance on Dynamite with Tony Schiavone in the ring. How cool was it to hear Tony I, Schiavone? I never thought in a million years I would hear Tony Schiavone announcing CM Punk at a fucking wrestling show, and it was really cool. Yeah. Uh. It was fa- and then Tony asked him a question, and Punk's all, "I can't hear you, Tony." Because <laughs> <laughs> the crowd's going fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, so Tony asked him, "What's what's the one thing that brought you back after all these years?" Um, someone in the crowd shouts, "Dorian!" <laughs> Punk's like, "Guy over here just said it." <laughs> yeah, he lists off a bunch of guys: uh, Penta, Ray, Phoenix, Brian Pullman, Jungle Boy. Um, Darby Allen. That would be a cool match. That's um, bound to happen. <clears throat> he basically goes on to say, Darby, you you would have been fifteen year old me's favorite wrestler. Um, Darby was sitting with. I know he doesn't smile it, much, but I bet you he was backstage with a big shit eating grin. Yeah, and then he 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 starts going. Uh, Asked him, to get, "Can CM Punk still go? Uh, does he CM Punk?" Um, still be the best in the world uh and if the answer is yes it starts darby on the the crowd starts chanting yes mm-hmm. you know the yes chant um which is daniel bryan slash brian danielson's thing um at which punk uh, punk gets a wee smirk on his face and you can see he's thinking it's like what's the worst gonna happen if i do this right now and he says that's an old guy's stick you're gonna have to be a little bit more patient for that Crowd goes, oh Jesus! <laughs> Crowd goes nuts. <laughs> so he pretty much announced that uh, Daniel Br- or Brian Danielson's coming to AEW. He worked um, with him in Ring of Honor, didn't he? Yes. So he I, he also put on his Instagram after that is a picture of him and uh, Danielson shaking hands, but it's zoomed way in. Oh, uh, um, so you can't see them. But uh, yeah, everyone's like, uh, this was the picture zoomed out, and it's, uh, it's them too. Uh, I think it's all out. I think that's where it happens. Oh, fuck, that's it? I think it's this weekend. Holy shit. And I think... I think... He is going to come back during Punk's match. I don't think he's going to come back, like, uh, after the match is finished. Um, Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a bit of a a stare down. Um, I think at some point there is going to be CM Punk teaming with Darby Allin versus um, Brian Danielson... And uh, your boy Garcia, <gasps> who has been attacking Darby Allen. Plus, he's a wee technical bastard. He is. Uh, he'd he'd be per- he'd be a perfect protege for Daniel for Danielson. Uh, uh, Danielson. Uh, sorry, I have to get his name right. Um, <laughs> that would actually be really cool. Yeah, 
But our armchair booking. That's just my armchair booking. So <laughs> take what you want. Yep. Um, yeah. So next up, we have um, Miro calling out the Mad King, Eddie Kingston. He says, bring me the Mad King. That's, that's about all Do you know what I'm there. loving about this, though? That people aren't challenging Miro. Miro's demanding yeah. matches. I, no one will challenge Miro for the TNT title, so he's going around and saying, You're, it's your turn for a title shot. <laughs> That's one of the best champion stories I've ever heard. Nah, it's pretty good. Everyone's scared of me, so you're next. Um, next we have a... So this is a sort of like... You're looking at these matches and you're like, Why? Um... We, we have Eddie Kings and John Moxley and Darby Allen. Have to have them on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Against the wingmen. I love the wingmen, but... Yeah, for they're, dark. They're dark. Yeah, because they can be <laughs> sillier on dark. Yeah. But anyway, you have that match, obviously. Uh, why Kings and Moxley. Like, you never question who's winning that. Yeah. But why is J.D. Drake dressing like... <laughs> it it kind of suits him, though. Yeah, I think it's just his going out clothes, because they're all... Oh, it's, of course, that's right. They're, I mean, they're always trying to dress him up. Yep. Uh, I think that maybe that's what it is, but he looks like Roadkill from ECW. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Danny Garcia saying comes out and attacks Darby Allen afterwards. Um, and Kingston and Sting chase him away. Um, then we have uh, Kenny Omega interview gets interrupted by Christian Cage in the ring. Um. Yeah, and and Christian says to Don Callis, um, "I'm not sure what's weird to the fact that you manipulated a ten year old Kenny Omega, or the fact that Kenny Omega still allows it." Which Kenny Omega grabs the mic uh, and says, "You think you know me? <laughs> you think you know me? Amazing! Ah, oh, he's good at that. Is fucking? Are you saying whoa, whoa, <laughs> or no? <laughs> the, the Jungle Boys music." <laughs> Um, oh Christ then we get uh, Brandon Cutler spraying Christian Cage they proceed to beat the shit out of him and Frankie Kazarian comes running out and runs them off um, yeah so next up we got John Moxley backstage um, oh. and he's referring right, here's right so th- these are sort of the, the let down parts as well as mm. another one so he, sa- he, sa- he said previously he sent a bunch of contracts to New Japan for a challenge he wants um, Tanahashi. Tanahashi. He says one person answered, and then he says it's Satoshi Kojima, and that's it all out. It's like, like Kojima is a Japanese legend. Yes. He, he was, he he's a IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Mm. All that good Still stuff. Still in great shape on everything. Like. He is, but this uh, is not we, with no match. build. A paper. This is not a pay per view match. Right. I can only imagine at some junction when they were. Putting all this together, they were expecting to get Tanahashi. This had to be a last-minute change. I like, think they could have got anybody. Because you know the way he says, I bought send a bunch of contracts <laughs> off. We know who didn't reply. And that was like a wee sort of... Uh, Suzuki is in America. So, what do you call him? Ishii? Is he? Hi. Um, Can you imagine is, Ishii is, and Moxley? Is Jay White still in uh, America? He's still floating around, eh? Um, he's still taping We Impact at the minute. And... Uh, of, of you've got Osprey as well. I, I imagine you don't want to do last no. minute Osprey match because no. he hasn't had a match yet. So, uh, um, but yeah, there just seems to be other options there, and, and I can't explain this. Um, and look, it, it'll probably be a good match, and, uh, uh, but it's like, just why? 
the thing see obviously myself I'm sort of going no offense but like three weeks ago I seen Kojima on Impact getting beat by Joe Doring yeah yeah that's the other thing he's mm. if if he's jobbing out to Joe Doring Joe Doring then you, you're not on Moxie's level and you're gonna now Moxley does come across as insulted and he says he's gonna tear his fucking head off ah. so I I can only foresee a, a short match mm. where Moxie rips his head off. Mm. Um, but I know Mox has a lot of respect for New Japan and on the Japanese wrestling, so he may... I don't know what way this will go, but you can tell he's a wee bit annoyed. Yeah. Genuinely, like, not in character. He's kind of genuinely <clears throat> a bit annoyed, I think. Uh, and then next up, we have another dark match. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Gun Club, Austin, Billy, and Colton oh, yeah. uh, versus the Factory, Arn Solo, Nick Camarudo, and QT Marshall. This was only there, so Paul Wright could come out to commentary and... Uh make angry faces at them uh obviously the gun club win which was the shocker for me the gun club winning yeah because qt's got the yeah he's going match. into the match right? um yeah. fucking colton guns like 17 no <laughs> how's he not got a title shot i don't know okay oh, yeah. you're telling um, me colton guns are undefeated he's he? undefeated uh, undefeated holy fuck 17 man that's gotta be a record <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's just flying under the radar there. Uh, um, we have another Dan Lambert section, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, him just insulting the fuck out of everyone. Um, and uh, officially, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are with him. Uh, cool way they did it, though. Obviously, with Scorpio having previous MMA background and yeah. Ethan having current MMA. So I was, I was sort of going, why these two? Why these two? And then boom. I was like, all right, that makes perfect sense now. And then we have our main event, the public execution of Brock Anderson. <laughs> Holy fuck. He actually gets off to a start here. He does. Almost. Until Although he gets a knee in the face and then We forgot they said Black's promo during the show was amazing, where he basically says, Oh, yeah. Come into the ring. Lie down. Lie down. Apologize. Get out. Get out. Uh, and walk into the back. And we will never speak of this again. But if you do anything else, <laughs> your, your, your arse is in your own hands, basically. No, he says, uh, like, if, if you insist on this, I'm taking it, you're done. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Uh. Um, yeah, so it's it's more or less... Quick, knee, early knee, flourish. Knee, exploder, suplex, roundhouse, black mass, pin, done. Um, Aaron then gets in the ring. Um, black has a chair. Uh, Aaron challenges him to a fight. Manages to block... The black mask is kicking the balls and then black masked anyway. Mm. And then Lee Johnson comes out and everyone's go away, Lee Johnson. You're uh, you, <laughs> what are you doing? Why here? are all these young guys looking to die? <laughs> and that's the end of Dynamite. Yeah. So Black's amazing though. Black is amazing. Aye. Um I hope Cody doesn't come back and I love him. how everyone's doing this thing though. Like, stop doing this. This guy's a a maniac, Aye. you're going to die. It's it's like, a, there's this f- level of fear about Black. Like, Lee, he's gonna... He'll squash Lee Johnson as well. He'll just yep. get his head kicked off as well. Yep. Um, so then we're on to Rampage. Oh, this was good. So, this match, the first match... Un-fucking-believable. Yep. Great. Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Bros. Um, <laughs> everything that you would want from that match. Aye. Just... Um, Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix. Yeah, want to see that singles match. Aye. Um, Do you know what moment I I lost my shit at though? 
Do you remember? I can't remember. They hit this mad, massive move on Luchasaurus, and they go for the pin, and he kicks out at one, and he starts going nuts. Oh, it's a destroyer. They hit ah, they hit him with a destroyer, and because the whole thing, remember on BTE, he can't stand Canadian destroyers. Yes. So he got hit with one, and it's like he lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. I think that's what that was about. It's just like, ah, I got everyone. <laughs> you're probably, no, you're 100% right. That's what it was. He hates Canadian destroyers, so he kicks out at one and goes fucking nuts. And then they kicked his fucking head off about uh, 10 uh, times. <laughs> but they, they made him, right, so Lucha Bros win. Uh, great match. Unbelievable. Um, really fast paced. A lot of. So many false finishes as well. Uh, there was like, oh, this is it. Oh, shit. Uh, two counts. Um, but, like, I'm pretty sure this was Luchasaurus's first ever t- time taking a pin. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he has never One taken- other. What, right. Okay. Tully Blanchard pinned Luchasaurus. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but in a straight-up tag match, yes, this yeah. is the first time they he took the pin, which, again, big deal. But they made him look Aye. like a monster oh, in uh. doing it. They, like, Luchasaurus had to kick the living shit out of him to keep him down. Yep. Um, I love his punches, Luchasaurus, the way he does. You know that he throws you into the corner and does the fucking big flurry of punches? Yeah. I love that shit. It's very Undertaker-esque. Aye. But uh, I was absolutely amazing match. I, I I was losing my shit during it because I was in my big Jurassic yeah. Express fan. And now we get the title match, the Young Bucks versus the Lujubros. I've heard people say, oh, they're doing a rematch. Um, I was like, aye, but the last time these guys fought was over a year ago, and this time it's in it a cage. two years ago. Yeah, so shut aye, up, you fucking... Two fucking show. years ago, not two weeks ago. And, and the only people, the only reason people pointed that out because of it being a rematch is because people have been giving WWE so much shit about yes. having rematches, as in their rematches, they'll have a match on pay-per-view, and then do the fucking rematch on the Raw after. Mm. It's like, this is, yeah, it's been two years since they've fought. They're two of the top tag teams in the world. Of course they're going to have more than one match. Mm. And two years ago, it was that amazing TLC thing. And this one's for the titles yes. this time. This is the first day. The last time it was for titles, that was the Triple A ones. Um, it's for the, because the AEW tag titles weren't even around at that stage. Yeah. Um, That's going to be amazing. So next we have Miro in the ring. <laughs> Being interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Um, Miro comes out, dragging Fuego del Sol with him. It's like, leave him alone, Miro. For fuck's this. sake. And he turns his face off. Aye. Nips <laughs> a mask right off him. Uh, and, and then kicks him and then Fuego rolls under the ring. <laughs> Did you see him, like, hiding under the ring? Uh, he had to, like... <laughs> Um, had to throw him his mask under yeah. <laughs> to get it on. So Eddie Kingston comes out uh, in answer to him. Phenomenal. He has a microphone. He drops a microphone and goes <laughs> running in. Um, I love when he came out, though. He just looked confused. Like He's, he's like, so what the fuck is your problem? You know, here? So he just, fuck this, and down he goes. Uh, gives Miro a suplex. Um, the, all the referees come in. It's good to see them actually send referees in to, to break up a brawl. Uh, um Although the story they seem to be telling at the moment is Miro is, uh, I, I don't know how you, how I would word this, but Miro seems to be, uh, have a weak spot for DDTs or? Yeah, I, uh, that's a, his thing is uh, that he's he's weak to the DDT. That's how you get him. Um, so Miro has a kryptonite. It's an interesting thing as well. It's like, I don't know if they planned this, but in, in the whole thing, um, Eddie's, 
crucifix anywhere he's got ripped off him and then Mary's right. holding that up um Mary doing the whole redeemer i'm Aye. very religious and eddie actually being a religious guy Aye. um that's the whole angle there um yeah and then this match later got announced for all out and it was that yeah it needs to be on there oh i tnt title kingston miro miro's winning oh, i think what? if it was in new york oh I hands the, the arthur ash show mm. so there'd be something good for eddie, for there. eddie there i think and santana Ortiz. and santana i love them to win the titles there fuck it would be great Oh, that was that something up. we got for on Dynamite as well. We got an update on Cash Wheeler. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this week we're getting the, the rematch, mm. FTR versus um, Santana and Ortiz. It says the arm's not firing the way it should, but I don't know if that's... Is that real or not, though? Aye. We don't know. Um, it was a fucking nasty injury. Oh, like God. The freeze frame of him, his arm oh. actually hooked on the turnbuckle and the fucking skin pulled way out. And it's like, I didn't need to see that. <laughs> and they keep showing it. It's like, ah... Um, next we had the the bunny uh, versus Ty Conti. Um, this was a shocker to me. Y- yeah, it's good to see Ty back on Dynamite. Uh, um, the bunny's trying to convince her to team up her to the battle royale. The battle royale at uh, All Out. Um, Ty beats the shit over here, but uh, knees everywhere, fucking kicks. <laughs> Ty's fucking brilliant um, but then Penelope Ford comes out distracts Ty um, Bunny gets brass knocks off Blade and knocks Ty out um, so apparently Penelope Ford and the Bunny are going to be teaming up mm. um, that's going to be one of the good moments where like they'll be in the ring and then Ty's musical hitter will be her and she'll just go straight fucking for them Yep. Um, and do you think this might be building to a certain return of a certain person. How long has he been out now? He? Anna Jay I'm talking about. Oh, fuck. It's funny, I was just thinking about this. What number is she? 99? 99. Um, I'm thinking it, it, it Joker, could, maybe? It could be... I I would kind of be disappointed because I kind of have my heart set on Ruby Soho for the Joker. Um... But I would like to see Anna Jay. But Anna Jay coming back as well would be good, right? Aye. Hmm. But she... You can have more than one surprise. True, true. But I know her injury was wild bad. It was, but she's been out for ages now. Hmm. When did she she get hurt again? Oh, I can't even remember. That's how long ago it was. But that would be cool. Sorry, I thought you were a reference, Mr. Kip Sabian. Oh, no. Because he's the broken arm. Yeah. Um... You saw him backstage on, on Sammy. I think it was him anyway. And Sammy's oh, when, he's always when, floating around. When Fuego got signed. Aye. He comes running and hugs him. Aye. He's always floating around. I think he's mostly he's Sammy's cameraman at the moment. Yeah. Um, and then we have our main event already mm. because it's rampage, rampage and it's an hour. Um, Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler going up against uh, <laughs> Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Cutler's really good. Fucking Cutler's amazing. Was it the his, club? Is it is he Stooge yeah, number he, one? No, he's the executive <laughs> Executive Stooge. Executive Stooge. And uh Nakazawa is the junior <laughs> Stooge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh Christ. <laughs> it's um his whole thing with like 
like his mannerism and the ring and his uh, selling is it's just fucking perfect. I love the way at one point like Christian unzips his jacket, uh, chops him a couple of times, and then zips, zips him, him back, back up, up again. <laughs> is it Christian or Frankie punches him? Because obviously he's got the big plastic mask on. So at one point, one of them punches him right in the mask, and he like flies backwards like he's been like hit by a cannonball and holding his face like it's been broke. It, uh, I think it's because he's got the big lanky body as well. The yeah. mannerisms are just so funny yeah. when he's doing them. Like he, he was, he, he is decent in the ring. Oh yes, I, I, I um, love that elbow drop he does from the you know, the springboard elbow drop uh, from the top rope. I think it's the, very cool. The stuff he done on Dark with Avalon was was pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. but he's he's he was really there's not much to it. You got the whole D and D thing, uh, and he's all I don't want to cheat. No, but this this whole uh, heel turn for him. <laughs> Even on BT, when he was talking to Avalon, he's all, oh, I cheat every time now. It's <laughs> Why did I never do this before? <laughs> Referees never catch you either. <laughs> uh, so, uh, eventually, Christian Cage... I guess Kenny clears off. Uh, Kenny fucks off, leaves Cutler. Um, <laughs> to be sacrificed. And he, he gets uh, kill-switched and pinned. Um, Kenny's definitely winning it all out. Oh, I Definitely. So this is our go home week now. We've got a pretty stacked dynamite ahead. The full weeks in Chicago as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's gonna be some crowd. <clears throat> um, I so looking forward to all out. Oh hell yeah! I think it's it's shaping up to be pretty good now. That's this day next week. Mm. Bring it on, hey! We'll have a. We, oh, we'll, we'll may have a, 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 a slightly longer podcast next week then because of All Out. Uh, I suppose we, we probably would have to. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's us, us done for this week. Um, we shall be back. As we just said, All Out will happen. Yep. We will chat about that. Probably going to get quite a bit of wrestle in there. Yep. If you aren't wrestling fans and you keep listening to this podcast, God bless your I, souls. D- d- give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, is all I say is is give it a watch. Like I think uh, so. So many people got like maybe used to watch wrestling, got put off by WWE. Um, like this is this is so completely different that um, just give it a go. You you could even like watch dark and dark elevation on youtube for free look at ricky ricky big wrestling fan himself but he'd yep. never watched the aw he obviously with the return of cm punk had to have a look he gave a look and he can't look back and now. they got him they got him <laughs> um and then with hopefully daniel bryan debuting this weekend i hope yep. we hope <laughs> um yeah it's it's such an exciting time to be a wrestling fan, so why not give it a go? Yeah. If you're going to give it a go sometime, you may as well. Yeah. What's the worst could happen? Exactly. Well, until next time then, goodbye, I guess. Uh, goodbye, good night, adieu. Oh, what does he say? Bye. What's Kenny? Hi. Good night, goodbye. I will bid you adieu. Good night, goodbye. Good. I'll, I'll get it next time. <laughs> Bye. Easy for me to say.